on free will and mind control. Alright, so this one's a little strange, but bear with me. We'll get through it. So free will. Everybody thinks they have free will. Um, but in reality, most of the time, if not all of the time, it's a post hoc rationalization of an action. So if I um, <clears throat> go to prove that I have free will by saying, like, you know, I move my uh, right arm up and down, and that's my proof that I have free will. But did I really make that decision? What drove me to make that decision? Well, it was the act of proving that I was free to make that decision. Well, then what if I went to move my arm and it wasn't there? That expectation, there's a cognitive expectation that my arm is going to be there and sort of a whole whack of underlying processes that lead to me being able to move my arm um, in terms of like reactions in the brain and muscles and everything else so it's not sort of like an individual choice it's not really a free will or a free action and the fact that you're doing it to prove that you're free to do it is in a way proving that you're not free to do it because it's like the only reason you're doing it is because of some sort of outside force or conversation internally. Um, but that one's a bit more esoteric. So let's get a bit more c concrete. So if, if we have free will, then you should be able to uh, control your thoughts control what pops into your head and control things that bother you and control your emotions and control your uh, reactions to things. And it, you really can't. We all try to, we all work on it, but that is sort of the human condition is that constant sort of battle with, uh, ourselves in a way controlling our thoughts and impulses and um desires and self-destructive behaviors and all that kind of stuff if you really had free will why would you choose why would anyone choose to get addicted to a drug or a video game or a tv or something if you were free really had free will you should just be able to say, I'm not going to do that and not do it. But you're driven to do it by other factors in your brain. Uh, brain chemistry and dopamine and a whole bunch of things. Addiction is super complex, but realistically, it's not a free choice. Uh, same with bad choices we make. Why do you make bad choices? If you have free will, then... You should never really make a bad choice. You can make an uninformed choice or like a uh, bad decision, you know, buying a stock that goes down or something like that. But if you have free will, then, you know, 
why did you or why did the the you know gambling addict bet his house on uh the stock market versus a controlled and regular investment or why why would you know we've all done something where you're like what the fuck why did i do that you know you have no reason for it and that's because we don't really have free will we're not really in charge of our actions as much as we like to think we are what we do do is we rationalize things after they happen so we tend to come back to an action with this mentality of that was my decision like i chose to do x or y or z and and we sort of like convince ourselves that it was a conscious decision when in fact it really wasn't you know you were sort of just on autopilot and and that's the way things are but that is the way they the human works like discipline wouldn't be a thing if we had free will you wouldn't need to discipline yourself to do things you wouldn't need to have motivation you wouldn't need all of these other things that whole industries are built around you know motivation industries and self-improvement and self-help and all this kind of stuff is built around getting people motivated to do stuff that's good for them but if you have free will that should just be like a, it's good for me i'm gonna do it and go do it you know it shouldn't be a battle with yourself right because it's you know there's no sort of downside to it and and why is there that internal battle that we all face you know when you're staring at a piece of cake or, <laughs> or something that you want to just eat and and you know it's bad for you and you're on a diet and whatever but then you go ahead and eat it and then afterwards you're like why did i do that you gave in to some craving but where did that craving come from you know that is where this lack of free will concept lies is in that sort of like why do we do what we do how can you really justify your actions and how do you know did you really decide consciously to do every little thing you've done today or yesterday or the day before and you know where do you draw the line so if i say yeah i'm free because i have the freedom to move my hand you know how is that really um an indication of free will or counter argument then what happens when you say move my arm and it doesn't move so like you're paralyzed or something does that mean you don't have free will now <laughs> because you're unable to move your arm is that really the the litmus test that we're going off of but really it is just unconscious things happening based on the multitude of factors that are out of our control that sort of put us where we are so no one is really responsible for their failures or successes um and that is kind of liberating in a way kind of interesting it's it's you know 
Like, there's people in jail for crimes that you sort of ask yourself, like, why would they do that? Why would they commit these horrendous acts? And it's like, well, they're not really in control of themselves the same way we, the rest of us, aren't. We're sort of unconscious actors. We're, like, we're, we're conscious. Our consciousness is along for the ride, almost, in this sort of... Um, day-to-day -day living like what's happening and what you do or don't do throughout the day is just we're sort of just riding along with that and if you had a time machine and you could go back and put yourself back in the exact same position with the exact same um prerequisites and factors in place chances are any decision you make you would make the exact same decision because everything's the same you know it's all just chemicals and neurons firing and you know upbringing and everything else you don't choose to be born you don't choose to where you're born you don't choose any of those preconditions and those things have massive impact on your your life outcome uh in terms of free will especially you know did Elon Musk choose to be born to like a rich family and have the successes and opportunities he was given to succeed and become rich? No, that's not a choice. He didn't choose that. He doesn't deserve it any more than anyone else. It's just a roll of the dice. And yeah, he put in work, but the reason he put in work was because of all of these other factors and and all these things that you put anyone else in that exact same scenario it would come out the same way but you'd have to be exactly the same that's the key but there is no sort of decision tree that that you follow that gets you somewhere it, it is just random there's no really free action or free will or free thought. We tend, we, we're really good at, at rationalizing things after the fact, but yeah, it's kind of spooky. It's weird. When you really start to think of it, it, it gets kind of weird and it's strange, but the concept of free will is not existing is both freeing because you're not you don't have to be guilty about your actions and hold yourself to this like super standard but then on the other hand it's also like well scary in that <laughs> you don't really have a choice in how things turn out uh so it is it is it is just just a strange kind of philosophical ideal and then leading into mind control. So if you have free will, me telling you not to think of an elephant right now, you should not have just pictured an elephant in your head. Chances are the image of an elephant popped into your head when I said elephant. The fact that I'm speaking and you're hearing 
it's impacting your brain, impacting your mind. I'm controlling your mind. I am taking over a portion of your brain. Yes, you can turn me off and, and shut me out, but that's also kind of me controlling you because now I've forced you to turn me off because you don't want to be controlled. You know, when me saying elephant and you just picturing elephant or hearing the word, don't hear the next sentence. Don't hear what I just said. I just said it. You heard it. You can't not hear. You can't choose to not hear. So like literally I'm like impinging on your brain, impinging on your mind. But this whole mind control idea in terms of free will, it, it gets a little bit more interesting when you look at things like sort of marketing and, and how far advanced the tar consumer targeting has gotten uh, with AIs and things like Facebook and Google and their massive data pools and just targeted ads. So chances are a lot of the stuff that you're buying or purchasing, you never chose to buy. It was advertised to you and that need was um, manufactured or massaged into place. So obviously like food and everything else to survive, yeah. But, you know, what makes you choose the difference between two different brands of cheese or um, what makes you choose between cereal brands or, or pop brands or whatever like it's all stuff that's over time your advertisers and marketing agencies and everything else has pulled the strings and manipulated and basically like stitched in this identity that you have that, that we all have that is really just them playing us to earn money and 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 mind controlling us and it gets more insidious when you look at the level of detail they get from digital applications so you know we all have that experience where you're thinking of product or you're scrolling on Facebook and you see, let's say, um, an ad for camera gear, whatever. And you're like, I don't need camera gear. I'm not even into photography. And then you go to, you know, Google and you search something and, camera gear keeps coming up and it's slowly slowly being fed into your mind trickled in and you're watching videos and on youtube and the next suggestions are camera setups and beginning beginner photography courses and all these kind of things and slowly but surely you start to think maybe yeah maybe i want to get into, into photography that's kind of neat and you can actually track it but you can you can manipulate people into buying something they never intended on buying so subtly and get them into a a hole where they end up buying camera gear 
they go from having zero interest in photography or videography to buying camera gear and you can handhold them and massage them all the way through that trail based on all the little data points that you pick up and based on little subtle nudges here and there throughout the day as somebody's on their phone and on the computer and you just track this little pixel and you tell them little little subtle nudges you know just like if someone's oh, i don't want camera gear because it costs money and you know it's just a silly hobby then you start to start to suggest you know youtube videos that are like how i made two thousand dollars on youtube uh here's the gear you need to make money on youtube or here's the gear you need to become a part-time videographer and make money just little things and then you're like oh i can make money doing that that's weird interesting oh look how easy it is and you can just slip these in slip these suggestions in in addition to just feeding the ads that it becomes it gets to a point where the person ends up making a decision to get into this new hobby and they feel like it's their decision but in reality they were just puppeted into it now that's an extreme case and that's not always what happens but you can do that it is a known thing that that does happen and has happened and it is like an ad campaign kind of thing where you just sort of slowly steer somebody into getting into something they had zero interest in based on just their just just targeting them and 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 steering them towards these things and pointing out how cool it could be or whatever and that's straight up mind control and it's done to get us to spend money but what's even more interesting is now it's being done automatically by um artificial intelligences or machine learning algorithms that are designed to sell you stuff better or to get you to spend money on stuff that you don't need and they're sort of puppeting us it's like it's it's weird to think about but it's like the ais have almost like taken over we didn't even realize it but they've taken over and their only goal is to just get us to buy stuff <laughs> you know we're little meat puppets at the end of of the strings of these ai overlords but they don't want to take over the world they don't want to kill us all and destroy all humans they just want us to you know spend money on shit we don't need so <laughs> thankfully you know yay. but yeah it's 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 crazy to think about how how we're all sort of manipulated and mind controlled and and now we've gone from that sort of television advertising and it's always been the case like television print all that kind of stuff is all subtle little mind control and little manipulations and little things like that but with the digital era and with that constant data feed they you can get really um detailed and really crazy things and you could if you were so inclined you could convince somebody through just manipulating things to get into a hobby they had zero interest in or to buy something that they had zero interest in before like i I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying that, that 
I fall victim to it and I work in marketing. This is my bread and butter and I still fall victim to it. Like I've seen, I'll see an ad on social media and, and be like, that looks really neat. But the thing is, and this is the trick that they've kind of, cause I, I'm generally, I don't buy stuff for myself. Um, <clears throat> there's the only stuff I buy for myself is like, sort of camera gear to use the previous example but in my case legitimately like camera gear or like film gear or whatever but um so i'm getting ads for that shit which is to like obvious to me like obviously i'm searching best whatever camera 2021 and then now i'm getting ads for cameras yeah that's an obvious connection but what's crazy is that i was getting ads for kind of neat little jewelry pieces. I'm not into jewelry. I don't like jewelry. But then I was like, oh, wait, my wife would really like this necklace. So I ended up buying a necklace that I saw on an ad for my wife. They were targeting me. They were they were targeting me to spend money but they were targeting me to spend money on a gift. Like, like the ad, like they fully knew and they can see the connection, right? Like they, they know that, you know, I'm married to my wife and it's an easy connection to make and they see her interests. So now they're trickling her interests to me and I'm getting little ads for stuff that she might like to buy gifts for her so that's kind of crazy too and it totally like i thought like it was a cool gift and whatever and that's how they can get me <laughs> with money because i want to spend money on myself but like i'd be like oh this is a nice gift she would love that so i bought it for her and it was nice and it's cool and whatever but it's also like i never thought to buy that i didn't know that was out there and that's where you can argue about the good or bad is it's like advertising gets products in front of people and like how would you know something exists without ads but it also manipulates people into and, and and when i say mind control i mean i don't feel like i'm being overboard with that that is legitimate mind control you are pushing someone to do something they would not otherwise do and that comes back to where we started with the idea of free will. So if you have so much free will, why do you wear the clothing brands you do or the shoe brands you do or the car brand you buy or whatever? Like, where does that come from? And you could say, oh, it's a quality car. But why, why is Ford quality? What makes Ford quality? Oh, I've bought a couple Fords and they were good. Have you ever bought a different car? Have you tried a different brand and it was bad? You know, like, realistically, it's all kind of the same. Like, I could buy a Ford or a GM or a... I don't know, Kia, <laughs> depending on the vehicle. And, and realistically, it's all going to kind of wash out the same in terms of averages and whatever. 
And yes, you can research and see what's best, what's the best of this, what's the best of that. But a lot of the time people move to certain car brands just out of sort of an ad loyalty thing. And like a good example is the Ford, like Toyota makes really good trucks, but people like to buy Ford trucks more than Toyota trucks in North America because the advertising of Ford as this like tough manly man kind of truck whereas Toyota in North America is seen as like the family car or like something like your mom drives or like something like a little race car or zip car we don't the brand in in North America for Toyota isn't tough manly truck it's driving the kids to soccer practice whereas the brand for ford in in north america is built ford tough is their like logo and it's like towing trailers and shooting guns and driving through mud <laughs> you know like it's a bunch of shit but realistically toyota trucks are probably outperformed ford trucks on a lot of different fact like a lot of different metrics but people still lean on that Ford because of just the advertising, right? So it's like subtle mind control, subtle free will manipulation. And the fact that we don't have free will, and that's kind of crazy. I don't know. It's just something I wanted to talk about and bring up. And it's a cool topic that's been on my mind. And I wanted to rant about it. So that's the, uh, the podcast for this week is how uh, we don't have free will and how we are all uh, victims of mind control. So do with that what you will. Anyways, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And I will catch you next time.